0: All right, we've talked a lot of tech this morning. We've talked the social media and advertising world. Let's dive into some good old classic industrial trains. Jason Seil joins us, senior analyst covering rails, trucking, logistics. Jason, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks for having me back.
0: All right, CSX is trying to keep up with the market today. It started off real strong, kind of faded. We're down near the lows of the year. But I've been hearing that the supply chain problems have been getting resolved. Is that not good for this company?
1: Well, it is good, and and if you go back and look at the supply chain issues, you know they 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 first showed up at the ports, and and then with the rails, it's really always been about labor issues. Um, when COVID first hit, the rails didn't know how bad it was going to be, and they figured they can still higher um, and have normal rates of attrition and so they started furloughing and laying people off and then you know as covid rebounded and and we started climbing out of it uh, they found a different labor market and they found it for the first time it much more difficult to add to their labor force and the rails are a little bit different in that it takes them about six months between hiring a person and getting them out there in the field so uh, they've been behind starting to catch up now attrition rates are getting back to normal and so we're seeing better fluidity in the rail network
0: so could they be doing more volume than they are if they had a better employment setup than they do
1: that's a great question i would say over the last uh 12 months absolutely that's the case and it really showed up in the intermodal space they sort of gave the heisman the shippers telling them you know there's no more room at the inn, if you will uh on the intermodal side and you know we're starting to see some of that come back but now as we appear to be heading into an economic malaise um you're seeing truck rates uh go uh, lower and lower every week on the spot side we think that's going to creep into some of the contract rates so it's going to make trucking look a little bit cheaper and i think demand's falling off it'll help them offset that a little bit but they're not immune okay
0: so uh, growth is still pretty good here on the top line uh do we see any indications of a big economic collapse or cliff in the numbers in the projections from these companies and the overall sector that you look at because the banks the credit cards they're all telling us that they're prepared for something big that's about to hit
1: yeah we started seeing a slowdown in demand sort of um, uh, late in the summer i think uh, peak season got pulled forward a little bit if you will and then you saw a lot of buildup of inventory and so right now you're starting to really feel the weakness on the consumer side. We're starting to hear about weakness on the industrial side, uh, particularly as it relates to housing-related stuff such as uh, lumber. So, yeah, I, I think we are going to be looking at lower volumes next year. The rails are somewhat insulated, and, again, they, they have easier comps on the intermodal side. Automotive finished goods should help them out. But, uh, again, like I pointed out before, they're not immune to this
0: okay what is the best way uh to uh play this group right now do you want to try and be long and weather the uh, economic downturn or uh is there still going to be an opportunity to short these companies bet against them uh if uh, it's, if they resolve their employment and labor and supply issues too late in the uh cyclical context of the economy
1: well uh let's talk about labor really quickly. They're not a hundred percent resolved on that. um You probably saw uh there was uh, threats of a rail strike a couple of weeks back They reached a tentative agreement. Not all unions right. have ratified the contract, so you know we have' a couple more weeks ahead of the total ratification expectations uh before uh there could be yet another strike, so we're hoping we don't go into that uh particularly for the supply chain here in North America um in in terms of where you should be also think about timing and and cyclicality of this uh this sector there's sort of a mid-cycle play um you know so we think in order of importance the truckers will be the first one to move uh, after the economy tanks before the railroads uh if you want some sort of safety in the rail space you know our topic this year has been uh canadian pacific that's been sort of the the least worst of the guys i think they're only down about three percent year-to-date versus most of the u.s rails that are down about 20 percent hmm. but that does appear to be a crowded trade right now okay I like that point all right uh, and a 32 dollar uh, price target
0: for uh csx not too far off from where we are right now maybe a, a little tad bit upside thanks for the walk through and the explanation jason appreciate it jason Seidel
1: joining us from cowan with a neutral rating on csx